Welcome to Nurturing Bright Futures, the higher education podcast for teachers and advisors, brought to you by UEA. Each month, we provide the latest information you need to guide your students through their journey to university, plus hints and tips to help support you in your work. We know you're busy, so we keep each episode to around 20 minutes, just long enough for a cup of coffee. So, pop the kettle on and let's get started. Hello and welcome to the first episode of the new year of Nurturing Bright Futures, the higher education podcast from UEA. My name's Alex and this month I'm joined by our HE advisor, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Alex. Great to be back. I'm really pleased to say that as well as our academic guest, we also have a former student with us this month. Could you do some introductions for us, Lauren? Absolutely. Yeah, this month we're going to be looking at history courses and I'm delighted to be joined by Jess Sharkey, Admissions Director from our School of History at UEA and also Faye Brown, who completed her history degree at UEA last year. Welcome both. Hi, thank you for having us. Hi, very happy to be here. So um, Jess, it'd be great if we could start with you. Obviously, history is a subject that teachers and advisors will be really familiar with. But I think it would be great if you could tell us a little bit more about how studying history varies from sixth form or college to university. Yeah, thank you. That's an absolutely excellent question. I think that there are ways in which doing history at university is different from sixth form at college. But it's important to say that it builds on many of the skills that you develop when you are a sixth form or at college. I think the major difference is that once you're at university, we're training you to actually be a historian. So you're using a lot of the skills that we use as professional historians. So you'll spend a lot of time looking at primary sources, all different types of primary sources. So you might be looking at um, a fragment inscribed in ancient Rome, or you might be looking at um, Margaret Thatcher's letters during the Falklands War. But we'll be getting you to understand how you use primary sources in constructing uh, historical arguments and arguments about the past and considering how these sources give us an insight into the past, you know, being at the coalface of what professional historians do. I think the other thing that's really different at university when you come to study history is that suddenly the world is your oyster. You have massive freedom of choice of the kind of history that you want to do. At school, um, largely, your teachers will choose what subject area you focus on while you prepare for your exams. But once you're at university, that really is up to you. So whether it's a question of revisiting um, and developing an interest that you gained at school, whether that is the English Civil Wars, for example, uh, or perhaps the Second World War, you might also decide that this is the moment to explore things you've never had the chance to think about before. Um, So slavery, for example, or perhaps um, global appetites, understanding how, say, in the 18th century, uh, the world became so linked in the kind of first wave of globalisation through things like coffee and tea and sugar uh, and the impacts that had on, on movements like slavery. And I think that's a really exciting moment that you're suddenly able to take yourself off and really uh, explore your own interests in fields led by experts. Um, And this gives you a chance to uh, shape your own degree and to really um, find out more about the topics that you find particularly interesting and allow you to develop the skills as a historian to explore those more fully. And to me, that's the very exciting difference between history, uh, sixth former at college and history at university. 
it's interesting that you talk a lot about the freedom of choice because I actually studied history when I was at college and sort of a lot of the content that we were taught wasn't interesting to me and it kind of put me off taking the subject further even though I loved history at GCSE level so I really wish my teachers had said to me how much choice you get when you go to university and I could have found a history course that I loved so what advice would you give to teachers who are advising their students when they're looking at history courses how should they be comparing them at different universities I think that it's really important for teachers to consider the structure of the history degree at different universities. No two history degrees are the same, um, although a lot of them you know, work on expanding the skills that I've already mentioned. But I think really drilling down into the kind of individual detail of these university courses is really important. So I've talked about freedom of choice and, and you've mentioned how attractive that would have been to you um, as somebody applying to university. Well, I'd want to know um, how much freedom of choice there is. Some universities are slightly more prescriptive in compulsory modules that you have to take, and some universities are less strict about compulsory modules, and there are fewer of them. And I think that that's a really important difference for students. Um, some people might not mind having to take compulsory modules. Others would feel uh, restricted by it and would like more freedom to tailor their own degree. Um, and I think that that's very important. That kind of freedom of choice aspect is something that teachers, I think, should pay close attention to. I think that it's really also important to consider the structure of the department or the school where the history degrees are being offered. You know, what kind of sense of community is there to that history department? Uh, how much are the students going to feel included within that sense of community? I think, you know, at UEA in particular, we're very proud in the School of History at the kind of sense of community we have between staff and students. And we want the students to feel very much involved in, in the kind of day-to-day -day running of our department and the day-to-day -day life of our department. I think it's important for the teachers to find out as much as they can about the experience of current students, whether that's through podcasts or through looking at the website or through um, encouraging their applicants to go to open days at the universities. I think really being able to speak to the students who are experiencing that degree for themselves is very valuable to teachers in allowing their applicants to compare universities. Thanks, Jess. That's a really good point. And I think also another way that teachers could find out more about different courses is by attending teacher conferences um, as well, because we have our amazing teacher conference that we do in summer. And hopefully by next June, uh, well, this June, it will be back to being in person. Um, and we usually have academics that give overviews of different courses as well. So that's another way. Um, that they could find out. So before we move on to Faye, because I re really want to talk about the history course in particular at UEA, I think one of the other things that goes through students' minds when they're looking at history courses is perhaps what kind of careers and jobs are out there. And they might be a little bit apprehensive about choosing it as a, as a subject because of the employability factor. So could you um, give us a little bit of detail about that and explain why history is still a great option? I think history is such an exciting option in terms of employability. Um, I think that in some ways, the world is your oyster if you have a history degree and you can go anywhere or do anything with a history degree, more or less. And I think sometimes that variety of choice and that level of choice can seem a little overwhelming. Um, 
But in fact, it makes for an incredibly exciting potential future because the transferable skills you should pick up on your history degree, uh, the ability to work independently into deadlines, the ability to develop really excellent analytical skills, the ability to uh, construct a concise uh, and impressive argument, um, the ability to muster your thoughts and facts um, all of those things are hugely valuable uh, in many, many different sectors. And we see time and time again in the School of History at UEA, uh, the varied pathways that our graduates take. Uh, and it's something that I feel so excited about because they're not pigeonholed. They really can do anything. And it points to how valuable future employers consider a history degree to be. So Faye is going to talk to us about teaching and going into teaching, which is something that our graduates do. And I'm so thrilled that such excellent students like Faye, who's one of the best students I've ever had the privilege to teach, is going into teaching. And I think that speaks volumes about the teaching profession uh, and about the um, caliber of students that we send into teaching. But they go into law, they go into politics, they go into the civil service, they go into heritage, they go into business, they work in the city, they do all sorts of things. Um, it's really very hard to pigeonhole them. And I find that so exciting. And it's such an exciting part of being involved in admissions to see the various jobs that the students get, um, a reflection of how diverse a body our students are, but also how diverse the transferable skills that you pick up with a history degree are that you really can go on to do more or less anything. Thanks, Jess. I think that is a really great point that you're going to gain so many skills on a history degree that is relevant to so many different careers. So yeah, when you opened your answer with the world is your oyster, I thought, yeah, that is definitely true. Nurturing Bright Futures, the higher education advice podcast for teachers and advisors. Brought to you by UEA. So this seems like a great time to bring in Faye. So before you tell us what you're up to now with your teaching, Faye, um, I'd like to just go back to what we were talking about earlier with the depth and breadth of modules that are available to students who choose history. So what was your experience of your course and studying history at UEA? I think Jess has really kind of hit the nail on the head um, with the joy that studying history at university really brings students because of the freedoms that they get in the modules that they take. This is especially true for UEA. You can even take modules outside the School of History um, in the languages department, the English department, and that really supports and, and really enriches the pupils who, or the students rather, that study at UEA and their experience there. For me, the joy of studying history at university was that freedom that Jess has been mentioning. I studied human rights. I did the Tudors with Jess, which was amazing, and Henry VIII, which is my speciality. I did things like women in uh, power and politics, sorry. And um, so you can really choose a really broad range of modules and you can specialise if you find something that you really, really love. But UEA really provide, especially in the first year, a really a, a wide breadth of modules and eras and things that you might not have studied before at school, at sixth form, at college. So it really can open up your worldview um, a lot more. And I think that's beneficial as a human being and just gen in general life. Um, but yeah, for me, it was really um, the ability to study what I wanted to study and having that choice be supported by experts in, in their field. Um, and I think that's something that a lot of, um, and I didn't really know, that a lot of sixth formers don't really 
understand the, how that the lecturers in, in universities are experts in, in their subject and that's what determines what universities offer. So if a, a student um, is looking into universities and they are overwhelmed by the choice maybe look into the lecturers and what their their uh, research is most universities have a little like bio of the lecturers and that can really kind of um, shape how that mod uh, how that department is run and what they offer which I found really interesting and and, and really helpful in in choosing uh, my postgraduate as well I used that kind of technique Thanks, Faye. I think that's really great advice, actually, about looking into the lecturers as well, so you can get more of a sense of what they might be teaching you when you do get to um, university. So, yeah, thank you for that. That's great. So could you also tell us now a bit about what you have gone on to do since you graduated and how your history degree has helped you with that? Yes, certainly. Um, So after UEA, um, I was really, really sad to leave UEA. just can attest to that but I chose to go into teaching uh, I moved more north um, just for personal reasons but I would have happily stayed at UEA but yeah I went into teaching and my degree obviously there is transferable knowledge is is one of the main main things that I got from my degree for teaching but having said that even now I'm teaching a module on Alexios and the Crusades and I had never done that before so I think that's one of the benefits of teaching is you're always learning but certainly I'm teaching an A-level year 12 group, um, the Tudors. So that's really lovely because it's I've got really, really secure subject knowledge. And I can bring that kind of excitement that I have for that specific subject to the students. And that really like transfers into their motivation to do the course, which is lovely. And I, I've also been helping uh, the head of department at my placement school really develop that Tudor program with a bit more of a a higher level of thinking and a, and a different sources as well. So that's really lovely that that um, relationship between a newly graduated student of history and a history department in a school. It really enriches that what they can give their students. So yeah, I'm doing my PGCA, so I'll be going into teaching. Um, I also looked into um, I also looked into things like the GDL, um, with, which is the law conversion. I think it might have changed the SQE now and um, even things uh, like graduate schemes in the civil service and that really focused on the transferable skills of history which I still use in my in my placement in my PGCE things like organization things like critical thinking analysis really developing an argument pinpointing the examples you want to use and sifting through a lot of just pure rubbish really which is a massively important life skill at the minute uh, and it, I can assume it will always be now um, we every person is is always being inf- given an influx of information you really need to know what's kind of real and what's not and I think that is one of the biggest transferable skills of history and I will use that always in my life both professionally and personally as well. Wonderful. Thanks, Faye. It is so lovely to hear from our past students and for you to talk about what you've been doing since. We've had quite a similar career trajectory, I would say. I kind of moved up north to do a PGCE after my um, degree at UEA, which I also really enjoyed because of the excellent range of modules that I got. I always talk when I'm talking to students, I always say that your degree, if you go to UEA with, with lots of our subjects, you get so much choice and your degree really is unique to you because everyone will choose their own modules and build their own degree which I do think is a benefit of it and it is great to see how you're using your knowledge and transferable skills in different careers and things and so yeah it was great to talk to you both thank you so much Jess and Faye for joining us 
Um, if the teachers listening would like to find out more about our history courses or if you have students who are interested in history, you can go to our website www.uea.ac.uk forward slash ask hyphen us. Um, and this is where you can actually talk to current history students and academics like Jess um, and you can ask them lots of questions about our history courses. So thanks very much to Jess and Faye. Um, it was great to have you on the podcast. We've got some really great information there. Thanks very much, guys. Thank you for having me. It was wonderful to be able to have the chat. Thanks very much, everyone. Subscribe to our podcast now and make sure you never miss another episode. Thanks to Jess, Faye and Lauren for joining us. Some really helpful information there for students who might be considering studying history at university. Before we go, just want to flag up some of our webinars and tasters that we'll be running with Channel Talent this term. So kicking off on the 12th of January, we are running a session to help students who might be struggling with motivation, perhaps feeling a bit anxious about facing exams. And that will be with Dr. Dominique Thompson, who is an independent expert in young people's mental health. We'll also be running a series supporting students who are completing the Extended Project Qualification or the EPQ, um, looking at things such as the Artifact Report and developing critical analysis. Those will be kicking off um, on the 21st of January. We've got a series of sessions there. And finally, we've got some subject tasters going on. So loads of different subjects covered, including media, psychology, um, a multidisciplinary debate about Brexit. We've got chemistry, geography, computer science and more. So please do take a look at the website. It's www.uea.ac.uk forward slash study forward slash tasters. And you'll see them all listed there. So we hope to see you at one of those sessions soon. And don't forget, you can either register as a class or students can register individually and log in from home. So hopefully we won't be having school closures, but if you do, these sessions can still go ahead. So we look forward to seeing you then. That's it for this month's episode of Nurturing Bright Futures. We would absolutely love to hear from you. To book a visit, make a suggestion or ask us a question. Drop us a line at schools at uea.ac.uk. Thanks for joining us.